life can be noisy and distracting, and social media can make it so much worse, right? Today on the Pilot Wife Podcast, we're covering noise-canceling headphones for life. Wheels up, we're airborne. Welcome to the Pilot Wife and Aviation Podcast. I'm Jackie Almer, an aviation professional and pilot wife for over 30 years, and I'm your co-captain. I have some free resources to help you live your best aviation and high-achieving life at resources.pilotwifepodcast.com. Buckle up, stow your bags, and let's unpack the high-altitude life. Hey, world adventurers, thanks for joining me on this leg of the journey. If you're new to the show, welcome and stay tuned for how to suggest a topic or be on the show. Now, I'm just back. If you listened to the last podcast, I'm just back from a fabulous pilot wife trip to Cancun. 66 of us flew in from all over the country, the United States. Um, flew into Mexico, of course, flew in from all over, and many of us met for the first time. Some people roomed with people for the first time, and it was truly an amazing experience. We had four days fully. Some people extended it to a week, but we had all that time to laugh together, learn together, um, get to know each other, build community and lasting friendships, commiserate together and share stories and truly, again, build that sense of community. And it's so important as a pilot wife or spouse or partner, that community can be everything. And truly some lifelong friendships were born. We've already planned for our next year trip. We'll be doing it every February. And if you are with American Airlines specifically listening to this, go to um, pilotwifepodcast.com, reach out to me if you are not aware of these trips or part of them. And if you're with another airline, do the same thing, reach out to me. I know that there are other uh, groups within specific airlines that do these trips, as well as generic Pilot Wife trips where you don't have to be airline specific. So reach out to me. I'd love to get you connected because I know that this type of community has made all the difference in the world for me personally uh, over my 30 plus years as an aviation spouse, and certainly more than that in aviation in general. Now, I also have some upcoming live calls, question and answer, specific topics and training that I'd like to invite you on. If you go to live pilotwifepodcast.com. You can get signed up for those so that I send you the notifications. Most of them are done on Zoom. You can submit questions, topics, all that type thing. But we cover all things, as I like to say, quote unquote, life and navigating the turbulence and blue skies of what we all experience on this journey. I tend to focus on three key areas, health and fitness, relationships, and money career, all wrapped up in the craziness of our lifestyle. And all of that is encompassed under the topic of self-image. Self-image is so important. We all have one. And oftentimes it is on its own version of autopilot. And so if you are aspiring to make any changes in your life, it's most often going to require creating 
a vision for where you want to go, creating that new self-image, and then creating those habits that go along with that to get you to where you want to go. Now, happy Valentine's Day. If you're listening to this on the day that this podcast actually goes live, it is Valentine's Day. And I know that Valentine's Day can often lead us to comparison. Now, if you are an aviation partner, wife, spouse, et cetera, you may be feeling cheated today if your spouse is not home to celebrate Valentine's with you. You might be scrolling social media and seeing how much better everybody else has it than you, because this is one of those days that can lead us to comparison. And that's why we are going to discuss noise-canceling headphones for life and what it means and how I can help you and using this principle, how it's going to help you navigate a happier, calmer life. I'm going to share some examples of excessive noise and how it affects us. And then I'm also going to share the story of my client, Jana, and how we work through some of her stress together to create more of what she wanted in her life and release those things that she didn't want. Now, passive noise cancellation headphones are designed to seal out unwanted noise. And if you have a set and you use them on an airplane or anywhere that you might be, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It seals out all that unwanted noise and distraction around us. And we want to do the same thing for our life in general. So let me ask you a few questions. Do you ever struggle with comparanoia? One of my favorite words, comparanoia, that's that feeling of looking around and thinking, oh my gosh, why does Suzy Q have it so much better? Why is it going so much uh, more smoothly for this person, et cetera. We all can tend to fall into that cesspool, if you will, of comparanoia. Also that feeling of not being enough, not feeling good enough, strong enough, cute enough, thin enough, smart enough. It just goes on and on and on. Then there's imposter syndrome thinking, gosh, you know, um, if anybody finds out I'm not quite as good as other people think that I am, maybe you got a job promotion or this happened. And we look around and think, why me? You know, surely the other shoe's going to drop at any time. I have this imposter syndrome. So the anxiety and added stress that so many have experienced from the last three years of uncertainty and that unrest that we feel um, has created more of a fight or flight daily habit. Now, some people have had that forever. If you grew up uh, in a chaotic household, you may have experienced this for a long time, but certainly the last three years has brought a lot of that on. And there's so much noise out there today, so much conflict and um, divisiveness. And you all know what I'm talking about. It can be hard to drown that out. And our day often starts with that scroll of social media, right? We wake up, we grab our phone, we scroll Instagram, we check our email. We could often start the day feeling behind, feeling like we're running late, um, feeling like we're not good enough. Some of those things that I already talked about. And then of course, it's no wonder that we have crappy days. All of this takes a toll on our nervous system. Our physical health and weight can be affected by this, and certainly the physical systems of our body and our mental health. Stress and anxiety, even if it's just perceived, 
increases the release of cortisol in our body. And that is the fight or flight hormone. You've heard of it before. And we have this tendency to want to villainize cortisol uh, when it's actually a good thing. And I'll talk about that here in just a minute. It's a good thing when it is uh, serving us the way that it's meant to. A bad thing when we have an overproduction and an over-release of that. Your sympathetic nervous system is a network of nerves that help your body activate that fight or flight response. And this system's activity increases when you're stressed, when you're in danger, and when you're physically active. Now, here's the part about it being a good thing. It is a good thing when you need to escape the jaws of a tiger, right? Well, let's go back to the primitive days when uh, we were out foraging around for food and survival and we ran across a wild animal. It was a good thing because it helped us run faster and climb trees faster and all of that. However, cortisol is not so great when you're feeling overwhelmed by how much better everyone else's life seems on Instagram. There are three stages of fight or flight. There's alarm, resistance, and exhaustion. And the body's healthy response to a life-threatening crisis encompasses those. But think about those three concepts as you ponder those times when you're struggling today with too much outside noise. So do you ever scroll social media and feel alarmed? Maybe even feel dull? Um, something in the back of your brain begins to whisper, why is it my life better? Why didn't I get that promotion? Why are my kids struggling in school and Susie Q's kid excels at everything? Do you ever find yourself fighting or resisting these thoughts and emotions, even subconsciously? At least 80% of our thoughts and feelings happen at the subconscious level. We aren't even actively creating them. Those thoughts and feelings and emotions are just skidding their way through our brain, um, dancing through our mind, dancing through our body. And we are on autopilot doing what we do, driving somewhere or making dinner or doing many of the things that we do. Meanwhile, our brain is on a high activity level, just thinking all kinds of thoughts. Over time, all of this can lead to exhaustion. We do get addicted to the process of cortisol and stress in the body. Now, I mentioned this before, but if you grew up with chaos in your home or you've experienced it for periods of time in your life, you might be unknowingly addicted to it. This is also known as a form of drama in your life. And in many ways, that drama in your life is not your fault. Now, we all have drama and we've all had drama and often we unknowingly hang on to that drama. Think about that. Think about the amount of drama that you feel that you have in your life. And I'm gonna share with you that sometimes we are subconsciously recreating that without intending to. Now, I don't want you to exit off the podcast or leave indignant or think that this can't possibly apply to you. Again, I wanna say this, it's not your fault. Our brain, all of us have it, we all have a primitive brain that seeks to keep things as it is, and especially when we're operating with that brain on autopilot. Our primitive brain wants to keep things as they are, to maintain the status quo, 
And the more we live with and accept something, the more normalized it becomes to our brain. Now, not necessarily when we stop and think about things and become aware, but when we are on autopilot, we can hang on to this normalized thought process of how things should be in our life. So how do we get off this useless hamster wheel? I mentioned the word aware and awareness is everything. I want you to write this down if you're able to and come back to it. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts, but you do experience your thoughts and they can run your life. All of our thoughts are what create our feelings. When we have a thought, it creates a feeling and and a sensation or emotion inside of our body, whether that be joyful and happy or whether it be sad and angry. Thoughts create those feelings. Those feelings are what lead us to create actions, good or bad, and that ultimately leads to our results. So here's the best way to become aware and begin to get yourself out of autopilot and put on those noise-canceling headphones. When you have a thought, just stop. Take a pause and look at that thought. Ponder that thought with curiosity and put yourself on a fact-finding mission about what it means. Some questions to ask yourself. Why am I having this thought? Where did it come from? Can I track it back to anything from my past? What beliefs do I have around this thought? Is this the thought that I truly want to have? And is this thought actually true? Or is it something made up from my past that I'm bringing into my present and might ultimately project into my future? From there, I want you to begin to look for patterns in your day-to-day life. And a lot of this begins with how we start the day. So stop for a minute and think about what's the routine that you typically go through to start your day. And then ask yourself, do I run my day? Or does my day run me? And be honest with yourself. What's the primary emotion that you most often feel at the start of the day? When you wake up in the morning, do you feel refreshed and motivated, ready to jump out of bed? Do you feel tired and overwhelmed, maybe running late and wondering how you're going to get it all done? Is there a primary thought and emotion that you most often start your day with? How do you end your day? Same thing, how we begin our day is very important, but also how we end the day is equally as important to set us up ideally for a better day the next day. And then how does everything in the middle between the beginning and the end go? So here are some tools to create your own, quote, theoretical noise-canceling headphones and drown out that unneeded, unwanted noise and the clutter in your brain and the clutter in your social media feed and begin to recalibrate your nervous system. Now, as a peak performance habits coach, I know that habits are everything to succeed in life. I don't care what area it is. I don't care if it's your health and fitness and wellness. I don't care if if it's your relationships, your love relationships, your family, a blended family, work relationships. Our habits dictate our life and our happiness. 
This comes to money and career as well. And we all have habits. We have good habits and we have bad habits. The beauty of it is we can change those habits anytime we want to begin to create a more happy and fulfilling life. Now, one quick caveat I want to make is that I am a huge believer that life is 50-50 and continual ongoing happiness never should be our goal. What? I know you might be thinking, I that doesn't even make sense. Of course, I want to be happy. And yes, you do. And we all do want to be happy. But the reality of it is, and when you think about this, you'll know exactly what I mean. Life is 50-50. People die, unfortunately. People get sick. Things happen in life that are outside of our control that are going to create that feeling of unhappiness within us. We don't get to control those. And we don't want to force ourselves to try and feel happy about everything that happens in our life. We can't. When somebody dies who's close to us, who we love and adore, we're not going to feel happy about that. Over time, once we go through the grieving process, we can begin to accept that. We can begin to shift the way we think of it and reflect back on our life experiences with that person and all the good in that and move to a place of more peaceful, calm, and joy around that feeling. But in the very beginning, we are not going to feel happy. So for me, I mentioned calm and peace. I now know that that's what I seek on an ongoing basis. My goal is to wake up feeling peaceful and calm each morning and then set myself up the best way that I can to deal with whatever it is that life is going to throw my way so that when something robs me of my happiness, I can seek to get myself back to peace and calm as quickly as possible. So I'm going to suggest that you first and foremost create a morning routine or protocol that serves you. And this goes back to how you start your day. What are those things that trigger you negatively? Think about that in the areas of your life, your health and fitness, maybe your weight. Do you wake up in the morning and pass by the mirror and mutter something awful about yourself? Do you look at your body with self-loathing and hatred? Do you say ugly things to yourself? Do you look in the mirror and think, ah, you're ugly and fat and I don't like you? So many of us do this. And again, so often it's not even a conscious thought process. We have built ourselves and worked ourselves into patterns where this is exactly what happens. So what are those things that trigger you negatively? That's health and wellness. Sometimes it's relationships. Maybe it's small children um, or teenage children, blended families, being a caregiver to an aging parent. Maybe it's your primary relationship with your pilot or you know who, whoever that is in your life. There's so many things and ways and, and triggers that can come up immediately in the day that don't serve us well. So think about, spend some time writing down what your morning typically consists of, any thoughts that you know that you have pretty much on a regular basis, and what are those things that trigger you negatively at the start of many days or possibly every day? Now, for many, I've mentioned this, it's getting up and getting online first thing in the morning. So I'm going to encourage you to delay your phone. Some of the things that I've incorporated into my morning routine is to meditate for one to five minutes in my bed before I even get up. 
I use the Insight Timer app. I sit on a bell. I, I create a, an automated program in there that a, a bell, you know, a dinging, like a chiming sound goes off. And I can set my timer for anywhere from one minute to five minutes on up where I'm just going to lay there in calm and peace. I'm going to do the best that I can to clear my mind. Now, if you're like me and you've struggled with the word meditation for years, know that there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfectly normal. Most of us don't get it right. <laughs> Most of us have other thoughts that drift in, whether it be our grocery list or to-do list or whatever. The idea is to become aware of that and just simply push that thought aside. Don't beat yourself up. Don't think that you're a failure. Just spend however much time you've allotted to laying there and, and doing deep, even breathing and perhaps practice gratitude. I like to spend that time naming at least five things that I'm grateful for. And these do not have to be big earth shattering things. One of the first things I like to ask myself is, am I sufficient right now? I'm still laying here in bed. Am I sufficient? And the answer really and truly is almost always, well, honestly, it's always been yes. I have a roof over my head. I have a glass of clean water sitting on my, my nightstand. I have sheets that I love. Um, I have a husband who I love. I have food in the refrigerator. I have time to work out and do yoga and stretch and feed and fuel my body well. So I think of all those things and how those create sufficiency for, sufficiency for me right now. What are you sufficient in and what are you truly lacking in? And then the other thing that I like to think about is what is directly within my control? That's what I'm going to focus on to bring me peace and calm. There are many things that I have absolutely no control over. The weather, the attitude that somebody else in my household wakes up with, um, politics. I mean, there's so many things that I have no control over. Crew scheduling and um, mechanicals and weather. I mentioned weather already, but delayed flights and all the things that can upset our apple cart. So I always ask myself, what is directly within my control? And I know for a fact that my attitude around everything is within my control. So I want you to think about those things for yourself. Now, I want to share the story. I mentioned my client, Jana, and I want to share how she and I worked through some of her stress together. And that's kind of what brought me to this thought of um, noise canceling headphones. Jana is 43. She has three kids and she's was about 45 pounds heavier than she wanted to be when we started working together. She was having sleepless nights, brain fog, feeling like her hormones were out of whack, some joint inflammation. She was anxious. She had left her career a few years ago in pharmaceutical sales. And it was a career that while it provided a nice income and a lot of personal satisfaction, it also created a lot of stress and overwhelm in trying to balance her children, her desire to be with them to and all of their activities along with being married to an airline pilot who, as we know, is gone for periods of time. And she ultimately had reached the point where she felt like she was fighting with everyone in her house. Her kids weren't being helpful. She was struggling with them. Her husband was disconnected. Things were just really up, upside down. And her best description to me was, I'm unhappy 
and I'm not sure why. And we talked about that because kind of like me, she looked around and she was like, what do I have to be unhappy about? I have so many great things in my life, but I'm unhappy and I'm not sure why. And of course, as I mentioned, social media and comparanoia was drowning her. And especially having left a lucrative uh, career where she had a lot of personal satisfaction and um, recognition and acknowledgement. And, um, you know, just looking around and thinking, now I'm quote, just a stay home mom. And if you're a wife, a mom, and either way, whether you work or work full time outside the home or work full time inside the home, um, we all know the head games that we can play with ourselves over that. So here's how we worked on her noise canceling headphones. First thing we did is we really took a deep dive into what it is she really wants. What is she really aspiring to in the key areas? And I mentioned the primary ones that I work on are health and fitness and overall wellness, relationships, all of those, and then money and career. And then we talked about what it was that she thought it would take to get there. And then the really, truly key piece that we worked on is identifying and writing out what her true current self-image is or was and why she had that self-image. Having it's one thing, understanding why and where it comes from is huge to take us down the path of eliminating those negative thoughts and those self-limiting beliefs that most of us have around ourselves and our self-image. Then we spent some time to define her future self in each area. Who was she aspiring to become? And then we created a plan, a flight plan for who she must become and the habits that she was going to have to release as well as the habits that she was going to want to incorporate to get her to that future self, to get her to where she really wanted to be and release a lot of the unhappiness that she was overall feeling in general. Now, I'm sure you've heard this before, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And yet we do it all of the time. We go into that default autopilot knee-jerk reaction to so many things in our life from our health, wellness, and fitness, right? From how we move our body, the time that we take to work out and do those activities that help build muscle, build strength, um, help us stay fit and healthy. We default to junk food very often, fast food, things that we don't really want to be doing, but we default to. And that's the definition of insanity. We default to knee-jerk reactions when it comes to those relationships. When our spouse or our children or somebody says something that triggers us, we default with that knee-jerk reaction to immediately respond and create that tug of war. And we do the same thing with money and career quite often. But we, when we can take a step back and become aware define that self-image for who we want to become and the habits that we have to incorporate to get there, things will begin to change in our life. And it doesn't happen overnight, but with true focus and a true desire and a very detailed why for getting there, it will happen. So what we did is we wrote out her overall health and a plan to get her where she wanted to be. And currently she's down 30 pounds 
most of it around her middle and stomach area and her hips, which for women, it becomes a huge worry with heart disease. Her sleep is better. She's using intermittent fasting a few times a week, and she's working up to incorporating it into a full-time plan. Now, the beauty of intermittent fasting is that you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it full-time. There's no right or wrong as long as you incorporate it into some areas of your life. And she wants to incorporate it full-time, and that can be more of a challenge with kids and their hectic life and their sports and other activities. So it takes time, and we're working on that. And we're working on making sure she doesn't default to it's all or nothing. I either get it done in a week or it's not going to happen at all. We've really worked on our mindset around that. And then relationships. What we really built is that belief and her knowledge that she doesn't need her husband to change in order to have a fulfilling relationship. Through our work together, she realized that she was actually disconnected from herself. She was pushing aside her own wants, her own needs, allowing people, including herself, to overstep her boundaries, not communicating what it was that she really wanted. And through her being disconnected from herself, that was what was ultimately creating a disconnection from her husband. And that's why it seemed that he was disconnected. Now, he probably was to some extent, but the reality of it is when we just simply worked on her and her thoughts and her own self-image and built on that future self-image, it totally shifted the way she thought about herself and ultimately the way that she showed up in her relationship to herself, first and foremost, to him, and then ultimately her children and other relationships. And the funny thing is I recently spoke with him and he is thrilled with what he calls the new Jana and how they're interacting. It's totally shifted their marriage. And I promise you it's created a change in him too, but she didn't have to focus on getting him to change in order for her to be happy. Now, self-confidence always makes for a happier relationship in every way and in every relationship. Now we're working on her career because she misses making money and feeling like a contributor. And she misses the personal acknowledgement, fulfillment, and recognition that she got from her job, but she doesn't want to go back. She has a business idea, but her frustration with everything else in her life was affecting her ability to have the confidence to believe that she could strike it out on her own and build a successful business. So that's what we're working on now. I've built two successful businesses as a pilot wife, as a mom, juggling it all and in the throes of life. So I know it can be done and I know how to do it, quote unquote, easily, effortlessly, and elegantly. And that really incorporates managing your mind and managing your habits. We really focus on mindset, or I really focus on mindset on in my work with my clients. And mindset is not just positive thinking. In fact, that's not what it is at all. It's realizing that your thoughts are not you and are most often not even fully accurate. So we tend to have thoughts, and then we come at those thoughts in a reactive, self-centered way. 
And I mean that in the kindest way possible. And I mean it about myself. It's human nature to be somewhat self-centered. It just is. We all are. But when we observe those thoughts with awareness, things can truly begin to shift. We can begin to change those made-up stories and those stories from the past that we're bringing into our now and into the future. Now, we can't change what happened in the past. And I'm not trying to say that terrible things haven't happened. What we can do is begin to make peace with those and work to leave those stories and those limiting beliefs and those bad things in the past and create a new experience right now, today, and build on that for the future. And that's all about our mindset, our self-image, creating that vision of that future self-image, writing out those habits and that plan to get there. Now, that may seem like a lot, and it's not when you have some help. So if it sounds like something you'd like to explore, let's do it. Book a free call with me. Go to coach.pilotwifepodcast.com. And I look forward to having that conversation with you and seeing you, quote unquote, on the next show. Have an amazing, awesome blue sky day. Happy Valentine's Day if you're listening on Valentine's Day. And happy, beautiful day, whatever day it may be. Do you ever find yourself on the struggle bus with relationships, career, or life in general? I'm a mindset and peak performance coach, helping women rediscover their own sense of identity and purpose, avoid turbulence, and put their own oxygen mask on first. Together, we work to get you out of autopilot and create a better flight plan for life and relationship success. As a pilot wife for over 30 years, I've navigated thousands of miles and moments in aviation, mommyhood, business, and life in general. I would love to offer you a free call to see if I might be able to help you too. You can go to coach.pilotwifepodcast.com. And if you have a topic suggestion or a story to share on the show, go to ask.pilotwifepodcast.com. And of course, you'll find all of this at resources.pilotwifepodcast.com. Please take a moment to review and rate the show on whatever your favorite podcast app is. This helps the show get found by others who need what we have here. And you might win some fun swag for your troubles. I'll see you on the journey. And thanks for listening.